Oh, baby, don't you do it. Don't do it, baby. Don't break my heart. Oh, don't do it, baby. Get Over Divorce starts now. Welcome to Get Over the Force, where we demonstrate life after heartbreak. I'm Cole Johnson. I am so glad you're able to join me. This is a topic that is never talked about. I don't think I've ever heard many people at least publicly mention it. The fight to stay in a marriage that is viable is key because... When you get onto the other side, it can be harrowing. Well, let me get further into that topic off the top of my dome. Perfect. So as you heard in the beginning, this is an episode that talks about thinking twice before you decide to separate from your your mate and your your husband or wife. And there's a reason why. Talk to any person who has been divorced and they will tell you that it is a lonely journey and road when you get there. And they had no idea how lonely and how painful and how hurtful it would be before they made that decision and upon making that decision. But it is. And it's something that you should never take lightly. You should never take lightly the thought process of dissolving a marriage with the people that you're around. Now, before I will continue, I will say that if you have suffered any type of abuse, albeit physical, emotional, mental, or psychological, or if a, a mate has cheated on you, those would be grounds for divorce, no question. No question. I'm talking about having two human beings who have differences that can pile up almost as high as the Empire State Building. But there has to be a reason as to why you all bonded to the point of marriage in the first place. I'm talking about that. That journey that we all have, that decision that we all have, where we have the momentary thought process of, wow, maybe life would be better without this person. We all go through that. We all do. If you don't ever meet a person who says in a marriage, well, (laughs) we get along all the time. They're lying to you. You're two different human beings. There's going to be times you're going to clash. You clash with your parents. You clash with your friends. You clash with your siblings. 
you you even clash with your your son or daughter. There's going to be times where you clash with your husband or wife. It just is. But will the clash go to the point where it breaks you? And then you have to think about the consequences of the decision after you make it. Liveabout.com wrote an article about thinking of the consequences beyond making that decision and how hurtful, harmful, and damaging it could be if you do make that decision. Quote, Ronald Reagan of California was the first governor to sign a no-fault divorce law bill in 1971. According to his son, Michael Reagan, his father later admitted it being the greatest regret of his political career. In signing into law, no-fault divorce laws in California, Reagan started a trend that, many years later, has made it easier for parents to behave in a manner that is detrimental to their children. That is not only a political regret, it also is a moral mistake. Close quote. And so you you have to understand that when you make the decision to say, I am leaving you, I am separating from you, I am divorcing you. That it's going to affect more than just the two people. In the union, and you don't have to have children. It will it will affect your parents, it will affect it, it will affect your spouse's parents. It will, it will affect your friends, especially if you have mutual friends that you have garnered after you have gotten married. Because it forces them to choose sides. And I will mention that a little later. MyDomain.com talks about the negative consequences of divorce. This way. Quote. Divorce can mean a loss of dreams and goals. Even if you are positive, it is a divorce you want. Uh, even if you are positive, it is a divorce you want. You need to have support systems in place to help you deal with the stress associated with divorce. Close quote. There is a lot of contingencies that you have to put in place. It is necessary for you to do it if you're going to tra- trace and travel down that road. But if there is any way that you can put a halt to it, do so. Do so. Marismissions.com has this to say about the need to put pump the brakes and slow it down in thinking about divorce. Quote, most of us if we are really honest, admire people who modeled this pause and reasonable approach to addressing crisis in their life. They had every reason to react in a human way, but instead displayed restraint. They took steps that led to opportunity for hope as opposed to the destruction their understandable reactions might have created. Close quote. So there you have it. I mean, it is not an easy decision. It is not one you should travel into lightly, go into lightly, think about lightly. You are affecting lives. And I'm not just talking about yours. 
And I'm not just talking about your mate's life. You are affecting the lives of other people when you say I'm out. And there are valid reasons to say you're out. No question. But to have philosophical differences that can be reconciled, that's not one of them. And many relationships and many marriages end because both parties think the philosophical difference cannot be breached, that cannot be abridged by understanding and compromise. <laughs> One of the greatest pieces of advice I received came from a cousin, actually the cousin that married my wife and me. He said to me, quote, I've been married for many years. And the one thing that I could tell you that has helped me in my marriage with my wife is, do you want to be right or do you want to have peace? Close quote. Johnson here and I'm so glad you're joining me and just talking about the topics that I discussed in in off the top I am somewhat remiss because well I didn't take heed to my own lessons I mean hence why this show is here you know I am divorced now and I have to deal with that for the rest of my life. What I also have to deal with is the regrets that I have made over the course of, of the years that has happened since my divorce because of it. And right now, this is where I want to invite you behind the curtain. Deep, deeper and deeper inside you, my love I was asleep and I just woke up and I heard my phone ring and I picked it up because I saw the number and it was intriguing and I answered it and on the other end was my soon-to-be ex-wife. And she said, I really am having second thoughts about divorce. I have second thoughts about divorcing you. I really want to make this work. And I was non-committal because I was numb. And I have to admit that. And I'll do a show <laughs> later that talks about being numb in the process of divorce and heartbreak because we all have experienced it in many different forms, one way or another. So I said, okay. 
She said, well, you don't think that way with me? I said, yeah, I do. I do think that way of you. I just don't know why I, I, I lean at the moment. When she made that conversation happen, it was roughly a month into the separation period that that existed between her and me. And divorce was there in, in another month from that conversation. Throughout that time in that month from when I separated from her and that phone call, I kept hearing one word from everyone who came in contact with me. And that word was peace. My father, my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, my, my uncles, my, my cousins, my friends, everybody, coworkers, everybody said that I had peace on my face. And it was in large part because I didn't have to deal with the struggle, the internal and external struggle, the up and down yo-yo emotional relationship that was unfortunately my marriage. And so here we are. Here we are live in a living color and I'm faced with this burden. Should I go back? Should I say, okay, let's give this another try. Or should I continue to go down that road? Well, I chose B. I chose to continue to go down that lonely road. And that road got lonelier and lonelier and lonelier by the day. Once I saw in my hands, once I grabbed the paper and once I read the word divorce with my ex-wife's and my name on the paper. If I had one regret, it most likely would be that. But I really don't have any regrets at all. I, I really don't. I don't regret anything at all. It all was meant to come to here. Otherwise, this show would not even exist. So I had to go through that road for some reason. May not be necessarily just this, but it was for a reason. But if I really did have a regret, of any sort, of any kind, of any nature, as to the journey I took in my divorce, it probably would be this one. And why? Well, quite simply put, it's because I did not know how lonely life would get without that mate of mine. No clue. I didn't care. But for many years, I learned why I should have. Now, was the marriage perfect? No. Was my mate perfect? No. My wife wasn't. Was I perfect? No. (laughs) I most certainly wasn't. But I had a hand in not giving it another shot, another try, at least to see if we could progress to another stage and level. That's not on her. That's not on anybody else. That one is on me. 
Now, my life is much better now than it was then. No question about that. So I don't look at it from the standpoint of, hmm, man, if my life would have taken that turn at this juncture, if I were to have said, you know what, let's let's do this and let's do this now. Let's not take this road. Let's actually work this out. Would the relationship be better? Maybe. Would I be where I am now? No, I wouldn't be. Would my ex-wife be probably enjoying life like she probably is now? I would probably say no. That's how raw and honest I am. I have to admit, uh, you may have had a hand in making your ex-wife miserable. That doesn't settle well with me, but the truth is the truth. And also, I couldn't get past the things that she did to me. So, I understand the decision of saying, that's it, I'm done, I'm gone. I do understand it. But I also understand the need to fight. The need to to see if you can go further. The need to plant that flag on the ground and say, I am not going to be moved. Because when you are moved, the world gets mighty, mighty cold. I don't care how well you think you were prepared to move away from your, your, I don't care how well you think you are prepared to get away from your husband, wife, boyfriend, or girlfriend doesn't matter you're going to be in a world of hurt that's just par for the course now we've talked about how the decision of divorce can influence you one way or the other and off the top. I talked about the decision that I had to make and made and the consequences thereof and behind the curtain. But what does God have to say about this? Welcome to the spiritual connection. The spirit The Lord obviously does not want us to feel pain. He does not want us to suffer. And Jesus definitely doesn't want us to suffer either. But we have to make concessions about how we are as human beings. And that is important in making this decision. However, if we are if we feel as though we can bond with this person, then that means there has to be a way that you can bond with this person again. Otherwise, why would you marry them? And that's the question I had to ask myself with my ex-wife. 
and I had to get a lot of healing from this. Join me in a moment of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for being with me and having my words have its way with the listener who is hearing this right now. Your word says that the fear of you is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. So impart upon me your wisdom so I can edify the body that you would like for me to edify and how you would like for me to edify it. So that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable to you in your sight. Because Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus name. Amen. God loves marriage. Let's just be blunt and honest. God loves marriage. We as humans, I don't know if we love marriage as much. <laughs> but the reason why God loves marriage is because that is the that is the relationship that teaches us most as to how we should be to our partners. That really at the foot and the heart of it all is sacrificial love. That is what marriage is about because it is a stream of compromises. No matter if you're the woman or the man, the wife or the husband, doesn't matter. It is a stream of compromises. You got to compromise every which way. And of course there's happiness in there, but you can't insert your own will in a marriage. Whether you are the husband or the wife, you can't do it. You can't do it. If you do, you will go into the divorce pile. But before you do, always, always, always think twice. The biggest advice I always give anybody who is on the verge of divorce is don't do it. Exhaust every single avenue you possibly can. Talk as much as you can with this, this person. See what you can unearth with him or her. Find why you connected with him or her in the first place. Bond because of that and grow stronger because of that because you will find why you married this person in the first place. And you will also find that you're not as far apart as you think and that you're closer together than you would probably admit to one another. What ChristiansWantToKnow.com has this to say about making that decision of divorce and if you're considering it, what you should consider. Quote, If you are going through a strained relationship, you may find the stress and emotional anguish difficult to bear. There are long-lasting and far-reaching effects that need to be considered before making life-changing decisions. However, your ability to think clearly and rationally about the future is often clouded by the emotional trauma you are experiencing. Close quote. And that's the thing. We make flesh decisions. We make emotional decisions. We don't think it through. We we think we know what we need. Like, that's how we process stuff when we are hurt. Quicker 
than at any other juncture and quicker than any other way. We all do. We're human. And that's not a mistake. That's just how we're built and wired. Even Jesus was wired that way when he was on the cross. Getting lashed and spat on and <laughs> and starved. He, the savior, the, the, the perfect human being. And he showed how human he was. That's just how it is. That's just the beauty of who we are. Focus on the family.com talks about why you shouldn't give up on your marriage. Quote Divorce is expensive, especially if child custody is an issue. In most states, the division of assets is 50 50 and always results in more modest financial resources for everyone involved. However, women generally take a harder financial hit. Working through the financial details of a divorce. Not only dividing assets, but managing insurance, taxes, loans, and ongoing expenses can be a daunting process as well. Close quote. DesiringGod.org talks about in the midst of this, experiencing your greatest happiness. Quote. Believe that the path of lost dreams in this life is the path of greatest overall joy marriage may disappoint with a thousand tribulations but hope filled obedience to God will never never disappoint us God said so hope does not disappoint but escaping tribulation the tribulation that obedience calls for escaping tribulation that is not hope promised or hope filled is not the path to greatest hope or greatest joy. Close quote. If any of you think that marriage would be the ticket to everlasting happiness, you are sadly mistaken. It is the ticket to everlasting joy, but you got to understand you experience pricks and hurts and pains along the way even while being joyful you just do because joy is a state of being not a state of emotion as happiness is and so we all have these delusions of grandeur I did too thinking it's going to be like the wedding day I mean Job says that days on this earth are Short and full of trouble. You're going to suffer on this earth somehow, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically. You're going to suffer somehow in some way. And in, in many cases, many different of those ways. Paul addressed Ephesus and he said this. Quote, be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Close quote.
wanting to pull that trigger or if you've already pulled that trigger and you're feeling the pains of yesteryear visit you on a daily basis getting worse by the moment well I have a tool for you you can download the free audio that is in the show notes it is titled how to heal from heartbreak and I guarantee you you apply this to your life you will be a better person after this after that audio as you were before it that is how to heal from heartbreak and if you need to look at it the link is there in the show notes or at getoverdivorce.org. For now, I am Cole Johnson reminding you why get under the oppressive boot of life when you can find joy and peace and love when you get over Perfect. divorce. For more on Get Over Divorce, go to Pippa, spelled P-I-P-P-A dot I-O, and all podcast directories. Music by C-X-D-Y.